hi and welcome to the next episode of the Stay Connected Podcasts. It's Louise Williams from Internal Communications. I'm sure many of you will agree that 2020 has been a whirlwind so far, especially with lockdown, and it's crazy to think that we're halfway through the year already. Many of our people across the business have had to learn a new work-life balance while trying to work from home, as well as homeschooling or caring for loved ones. So with this in mind, in today's episode, we're going to focus on time management and resilience. We're joined by Judy Wilkinson, who is our learning and development partner, who is going to give us some helpful hints on how we can better manage our time and continue to bounce back from those everyday challenges we may be faced with. So hi, Judy. Hi, Louise. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. The sun's shining, so that's always helpful. Lovely. Okay. So just to start off, Judy, are you able to tell our listeners tuning in um, a little bit about yourself? Um, what's lockdown life like for you and what do you do for us at LV? Um, so I've been working with the talent resourcing and learning and development team um, for the past six to nine months. Um, I was fortunate enough to go traveling for the first few months this year, which was absolutely wonderful but we came back to clearly what was, what is a very, very different environment. So we were actually traveling around a few countries on, on a ship. Um, so we were almost in a bubble. And for the last uh, couple of weeks on our travels, you know, we weren't allowed to get off the ship and uh, for obvious reasons. So it was quite challenging in some ways, but then we came home to what is, what was a very, very different environment. So I think, in summary, we were very, very grateful to be at home, to come home. Definitely. So um, can you tell us a bit more about what you do at LV? Um, well, at the moment, I, as I said, I work with the talent learning and development team. And my focus areas at the moment are working with the team on things like um, the provision of mental health. We're also just starting off on our first line managers management development programme. Lovely. So another area which I know um, you'll be able to help some of us with is um, time management. Um, I know that's a skill that very few of us have perfected and would probably admit we all want help in finding ways um, to manage our time more effectively. So what tips do you have for our colleagues tuning in? Um, I think there are a couple of specific things in thinking about this that perhaps I find a challenge. And I think it's also even more so when we're working from home, because let's be honest, there are quite a few distractions um, at home, particularly if we've got families, children around us. So it really is, how do we focus, for me anyway, how do we focus on those things that we need to get done? So my first challenge is how to prioritize. And my second challenge for me is that I'm no good at saying no. <laughs> I think I have to deliver and um, do everything that's asked of me constantly. So what I try and do at the beginning of the week is determine what is important for me to complete this week versus what is urgent. I try and review a list of things to do every day. I must admit, I'm not normally a list person, but I do find that the, there's a grid which is urgent and important, uh, which I'm going to provide a sort of further reading at the end of, of the webinar. Um, podcast rather. So at the beginning of the week, I will review what's on my list. And for example, first of all, I'll look at all of those things that are on my list that are urgent, but may, may not necessarily be important. 
So those are the things that I can tick off my list relatively quickly and need to be done now. And I know that the stakeholders holders that I'm working with will want them completed. The next thing is, okay, looking at, so these things aren't urgent, but they are important. And those are really the key projects or the key tasks that are on my objectives. They're quite chunky. So I know that I can't just tick them off on my list. They are projects that I need to plan for. Um, so I tend to review those that are on my important list and take some time, which is all about giving me some time to actually plan those important tasks out. So first of all, it's about what, what's urgent. Secondly, it's about things that may not be urgent, but they are very important. And then the third area is those things that are not as urgent or as important, but they still need to be done. And that may be planning in future meetings, that may be planning in future calls, that may be speaking to an external supplier. Um, but those things, again, I need to have on my list, but maybe they are um, to be planned in for the future. And then the last box, which I think is my favorite box, which are those things that are neither urgent or important and that's a real check-in point for me to ask myself if something isn't urgent and it's not important do I need to be doing it now the point here I think to consider is that somebody else may think it's urgent or important so it's a constant balancing act but I think it's recognizing those four areas of what are the priorities what's urgent what's important and then those things actually that actually we may think they are but are they really um, so that's the grid I tend to try and use every few days or if not on a weekly basis because for me that's a check-in because I'm not a list person normally so it's very important that I know what I've got to focus on. The second I think area that I'm not good at is saying no because I think I need to deliver, I think I need to manage expectations so I would tend to say yes straight away without really taking the time and opportunity to reflect on everything else I've got on my plate. And I think this does take quite a bit of practice actually in terms of the art of saying no or saying no constructively. So if I'm asked to do a piece of work, then I do tend to try and take um, a bit of a deep breath and think to myself, okay, so what's going to be my answer to this? And just give myself literally 30 seconds if I can, to think what's on my plate as well, but also to say to the stakeholders, so when do you need this by? How important or urgent is it? I might even say, well, I can't do it now, but I could do it by the end of the week. Or I may even say, may even say is there anybody else that might be able to possibly help at the moment? And I think that takes quite a bit of thought and practice, but what it does also do for me is it helps me to manage my own stress levels. Because if I'm being asked to do other things constantly, then that creates more stress and pressure. And that doesn't help me in the longer term. So it's really taking some time to think about, as I said, what are those areas that are urgent or important, but also what are the must-dos at the moment? What are the things that, in, in real terms, 
I can think about, well, actually, I'm not going to be able to manage that by tomorrow. And then I would pick up the phone to my boss, maybe, or the stakeholder to check in to find out when the deliverables, what the deliverables are and when they're needed by. So I think those are my two main tips at the moment. Brilliant. Thank you. I think um, many people listening will probably think, yeah, I'm, I'm a yes person. And um, personally, I think I am as well, because obviously you like to help people. And mainly Absolutely. because if there's lots of fun projects you want to be involved in, then you want to say yes as much as possible. But um, funnily enough, I've actually used the um, urgent and important sort of chart previously. And I find I don't, I, I don't use it all the time, but I do find when um, projects are building up and yeah you just need to take a little while just to reorganize your workload it actually really helps and makes you feel more calm and in control of your workload so so thank I you Judy. So. that's really important and I think the other thing is for people who in terms of whether it's writing a list or doing urgent and important for me what's also important is it's visual yeah it's definitely. not all it's not all in my head so I'm taking that thinking out of my head and putting it on paper in a way that I understand and that helps my organisation. Yeah, definitely. Um, brilliant. So as we um, sort of touched on already, I think this year people especially are facing challenges that they've never had to face with face before um, and it's just trying to be able to see a positive journey ahead and sometimes if you're so busy and there's, the stress is going on, you know, your mind could be clouded and, you know, when you feel stressed and you're not coping, you know, that doesn't help at all, does it? You just need to try and, yes. try and manage it a bit better. So have you got any tips for helping um, our colleagues sort of bounce back if they feel like they're constantly getting challenges coming at them? I think, um, and I've been reflecting on this, Louise, the past couple of days, actually. Um, and I'm, I'm reminded, I just want to share it. People may have heard of it before, but I'm often reminded of a wonderful story and it's actually in a small picture frame um, upstairs. And it tells the story of a Cherokee Indian grandfather who is sharing a story with his grandson about a terrible fight that's going on inside him at the moment. And he actually describes it as two wolves fighting. And he said, one of the, says one of the wolves is bad and one is good. And the bad one is full of anger, envy, sorrow, self-pity. Um, and the other one, the good one, is full of joy, happiness, kindness, and humility. And the little boy, the grandson, actually says to his granddad, so which wolf wins in the end? And his granddad replies, the one you feed. <laughs> so from that, I try and manage my self-talk. I try and manage those times when I'm feeling upset or I'm angry or the pressure's getting too much because you know the bad wolf is just so exhausting and takes so much time and energy. So I think, I think that's a real lesson for me and it's not something that's easy because again, when we're overwhelmed by the kind of bad wolf thinking, that can really drag us down. And it's how we manage that bad wolf, as it were, and the feelings that we have to lift, try and lift ourselves out of them. Um, which brings me to the second point, which is, and it's a very simple mnemonic, which is the word great. So, and, and this is again, quite typical. And I think it does help me at the moment 
working at home, being in, in lockdown, but from a, very, from a very personal point of view, I'm actually waiting to hear about some surgery that I may have to have in, in the coming months. Um, and I was trying to try and remember this word great. So, and again, people may well have heard of this already, but the letter G for me is about gratitude. Now, I try and start each day thinking about something that I'm grateful for. So I think being grateful can lift your spirits. I think it, it helps our mental health. It can also help our physical well-being to think those positive thoughts. And also it doesn't give the bad wolf much room because it helps my thinking. Um, the second letter R is for relaxation. And again, as I mentioned, it's important for me at the moment. So if I find myself worrying about, you know, what's going to happen with my surgery, then I will worry. So my way of switching off, my way of relaxation will be reading a book. It'll be going to get some fresh air. It'll be um, maybe taking some gentle exercise. But what I'll also try and do in terms of relaxation is try and reframe some of my thoughts and feelings. So if I'm worried about, as I said, my operation, then it's, I actually write down some of the positives, some of the reframing that, that can come from that. So instead of thinking, you know, I'm really worrying about what's going to happen, actually, as a result of it, what's going to happen, I'm going to have, not have any pain anymore, I'm going to be able to move around much more easily, I'm going to be able to be more mobile, all of those things. So I do try and reframe, and I think reframing again is important. It's turning it round to try and be more constructive and objective in our thinking. And again, it goes back to the self-care and, and the bad, getting rid of the bad wolf. Um, so that's the G and the R. In terms of the E, for me, that's engaging in some exercise. And what's important for me is breathing. Uh, because I can, you know, we're all on the go, we're all very busy. And when do we take some time to actually, yeah, I keep coming back to this self-care. Even if it's for a walk, um, a, a short walk, even if it's for uh, picking up the phone and, and calling a friend for a chat. I don't get a lot of time to talk to people necessarily in the day, apart from sort of being in meetings or on the phone. So just to talk to somebody outside of work and to talk about something different. And yeah, I was on the phone to a friend last night talking about garden, talking about gardening, and it was just different. And it just, I just felt better um, when I came off the phone. So that's the E. In terms of the A, a great, um, A for me is about acknowledging my feelings. I heard um, a word a few days ago, and I, people have probably heard about it also, but somebody mentioned to me about this is a corona coaster um, and about the ups and downs of this whole environment that we're in at the moment. And this part of me that says, actually, it's OK to feel a bit down, you know, ha ha because of some of those pressures are already natural. We're human beings, you know, and we just keep on going and keep on delivering. And it's the task and it's, it's running to make, keep on going to make sure things happen. But at the end of the day, we're, we're human beings, not human doings, you know, and that's an important thing to remember as well. So acknowledge our feelings. And I think the important there, important point there 
is to think, okay, these, these feelings may last for a few minutes, for an hour, for a day, or maybe more, but it's understanding that if these feelings are continuing to make me feel unhappy, then at what stage do I need to acknowledge them to get myself some help or to think about what more I can do or who can help me with this? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to reach out and get help. You know, there's a saying that only the strong admit they need help. And I think that's so important. Um, and I think the T, which really builds on the acknowledge, is, is about tracking our thoughts and feelings. Um, and really thinking about giving ourselves some permission for self-care and to take some time for self-care for ourselves. It's not about feeling guilty. Um, it's about acknowledging those feelings that we have. And somebody said to me again the other day, it's not about being selfish. It's about having self-care because giving yourself some self-care is not about being selfish because if we look at after ourselves then that enables us to be more together with our loved ones so we don't have the bad wolf syndrome and um, we start to feel better in ourselves and therefore to become more resilient and we, we, we need a top-up of resilience as often as we can because of the very difficult and challenging environment we, we find ourselves in so that's the mnemonic of great, which tends to work for me. And it's a great, um, it's a check-in for me, which seems to work. And, I, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> Thanks, Judy. All of those things that you spoke through just then are, I think, really great ways of checking in and, yeah, helping you to bounce back when you just feel everything's on top of you. And like you said, the, the bad wolf and all the things are kind of getting to you. And, yeah, for me, I think even if I just take 20 minutes to myself when I've perhaps got a busy day with my toddler and husband um, wow. just being on your own <laughs> for 20 minutes like, no one talked to me for 20 minutes and then I think you can go back and you can be happier and more focused and yeah I think that that's what really helps me sometimes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> time on my own for a little bit and then I'm okay <laughs> and, take, and, and breathe definitely yeah that's a really good tip um Thanks, Judy. I think um, we could probably talk about this for a lot longer because um, it's such a, an interesting subject. Um, and it's, it's really good to speak to you. And thank you for taking the time out today um, to speak with us. Um, so as always, we'd love to hear your feedback on this podcast and let us know if you have any ideas on what subjects we can cover in the future. You can email me directly or contact us via the LV chat thread. So thanks again. And we'll hopefully bring you another podcast very soon.